Welcome to yeah. your year of higher ground. That is my portion. I will live to see and my mouth testify. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, I welcome each one of you in the name of Jesus. As you are here this morning to seek God, you will find him in Jesus' name. God is found of you in Jesus' name. You will not pray in vain. You will not labor in vain. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Brethren, we all have, God has blessed all mankind with 24 hours. And this blessing is to everyone. Now, what we do with that 24 hours is very important. Some can decide to make an investment uh, of good things for that 24 hours. Some decide to sleep it away. Some decide to use, you know, to just play around with it. But I want you to know when you begin your day with God, you are making uh, perhaps the greatest investment you can ever make in your life. The investment of seeking God early. The psalmist said, early will I seek thee. Thou the answered prayer. So you are making an investment into your destiny. And my prayer for you is that this investment will grow. And it will produce righteousness, holiness. It will produce the peace of God. It will produce good health, joy, longevity, abundance for you and your family and your generation yet unborn. In the name of Jesus, praise the Lord. You know, to, for somebody, uh, you are here this morning, your generations to come, they will remember all your labors of love in Jesus' name. You know, they will say, ah, thank God for great, great, great grandfather. Thank God for great, great grandmother. They were people of prayer. They stood in the gap for our future. So you must not give up in the place of prayer. Now, uh, this morning, God, okay, uh, let me ask, who can tell us what is our exhortation lie in the last uh, couple of days? And um, what, uh, what did we discuss? Uh, the things that will help us to, you know, to to uh, to fulfill that exhortation line. If you know it, just unmute your device and tell us with boldness. Yes, you can go ahead. What have we been talking about? Anybody? If you know it's yes, unmute your device and tell us. Um, so far, we're talking about keys to the kingdom of God. Keys and, of the kingdom of heaven. Okay, thank you. Yeah, go ahead. And um, for the part we've, the first one, we talked about um, the word of God. And the second, we're talking about prayer. Uh, the, the, key, the key to the word of God and the key of prayer. And so far, we are looking at the key of prayer and we've... Um, discussed about um, uh, the effectiveness of prayer and we've talked about the people or the lifestyle of people. And we're currently looking at Jesus, um, how Jesus prayed. Oh, or should I go on? Sir? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If you you tried, let's give Jesus a big round of applause. So we look at the results, the result of their prayer. That's awesome. 
That's awesome. Now let's make sure that um, we we make let's make sure that we take note whenever you attend any divine program like this. Uh, make sure you take note for your own life. Uh, one day I saw a, a video clip of our fathers in the faith. I saw a video clip of um, uh, Pastor E. Adeboye, Bishop Boye Doko, uh, then Bishop uh, Bioye, Daddy, uh, Pastor Kumuyi, yes. Uh, I think there's also Dr. Paul and Nature. The list is endless. And they all sat down, like uh, I think in the front row, and the preacher that was preaching, you know what all of them had? They had their notes. They are taking notes. In fact, if you see Daddy Geo ministering, you see all the ministers, Mommy Geo, everybody with their notes. So, brethren, I want you to form that habit of making sure you take notes. You can take it on your devices or take it on your hard copy note for your own edification. So, thank you. We have been looking at the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And we have looked at uh, word and prayer. And so we're going to look at one more person that, that prayed. And what was the result of that prayer? Uh, there was somebody who prayed earnestly. And as a result of that prayer, uh, something glorious happened. Uh, I'd like you to talk. please turn your Bible with me to the book of 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel. For Samuel. I'll, now, for Samuel, now because of our time, uh, I'm going to skip some part of it, but for better understanding and to know the gravity of why that woman prayed. Uh, now, I'll read from verse, from verse 1. 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 1. Now there was a certain man of Ramadim Zophim of Mount Ephraim, and his name was Elkanah, the son of Jer Jeruham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, and the son of Zoh, an Ephratite. He had two wives. The name of the one was Ahana, and the name of the other Penina, Penia. And Penia had children, but Hannah had no children. And this man went up out of his city yearly to worship God, to worship and to sacrifice unto the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. And the two sons of Eli, Ophnes and Phineas, the priests were there, and when the time was uh, was uh, when when the time was that Elkanah offered, he gave to Peniah his wife and to all her sons and daughters portions. So we didn't know the exact number here of the number that Peniah of children that she had, but the Bible says sons and daughters. So she has many children. We don't know how many of them. But unto Hannah, he gave a worthy portion, for he loved Hannah. But the Lord had shut up her womb. Now, 
if you look at this, the first few verses we have read now, there is something that, you know, that, that is very important there. How can somebody that is loved, yet her womb is shut? How? But yet, the Bible said, her husband loved and gave her a worthy portion. So the word the enemy will throw to that woman will be, well, if your husband truly love you, or if you are really loved, why is God, why is God punishing you? No, God wasn't punishing her. So sometimes we can write ourselves off and begin to use situation to compare situation and begin to use people to compare such people. We don't do that because the plans of God for every one of us differs. And so we must learn to run with the plans of God for our lives and not with the plans of God or watching other people's town. Now, an adversary and an uh, adversary also provokes provoke her sore for to make her fret because the Lord has shut up her womb. So one thing we must understand here, God himself was one who shut up the womb of Hannah. I mean, why would God who created Anna shut her womb up? It is for a reason. So sometimes we don't understand what, why God does certain things with our life. This morning also I was studying about, uh, you know, uh, the book of Esther. And, uh, you know, it occurred to me that what Mordecai had done for years that was kept, nobody remembered him. God packaged everything, put everything together to lift him up and to deliver the Jews in the future. So sometimes we don't really, we have zero clue of what God is doing with our life. And that's why no matter what you are going through, don't, don't generalize your situation. Don't give in to complain so that you don't destroy the work that God has started with your own mouth or your talk. Instead, ask God questions. Lord, why is this thing happening to me? Lord, why am I in this location? Why am I in this position? Lord, what is the way out of this problem? Those are prayers that you must learn to pray. Not prayer of, hey, am I not better than that sister? She doesn't even come to revival hour. She doesn't even come to church. But see me, I come, I pay my tithe, I pay my offering. Uh, you know, I know the Bible. No. You must ask God questions. Now, let's continue. Verse 7. And as, and as he did so year by year, when she went up to the house of the Lord, so she provoked her. Therefore, she wept and did not eat. Now, you see, Anna, as we all know, was the wife of Elkanah. Elkanah was a was a, was a, was a righteous man. He had two wives. One wife, Enea, had many children for him. And the second, there was no child because the Lord shot her womb. But one thing that is striking to me and that I love so much about this story that oftentimes we don't see is that this woman took her, she did not pick offense. I mean, she did not pick sides and say, well, her husband is the problem. The second wife is the one bewitching her. Our neighbors are the one hating her. 
it is some people that don't like her. She did not take her case with man. She took her case with God. And that should be our approaches in life. To whatever challenges you are going through, brethren. Sometimes when you begin, in fact, you can be picking up with people that are even praying for you. You can be picking up with people that are, that are even standing in the gap, people who love you. But for this woman, one thing that made us really outstanding as we look at keys of the kingdom of heaven is that she knew God, she focused on God. We will look at, you know, leads a little bit more. Now, then said, uh, then said uh, Kana, her husband to her, Hannah, why weep thou, and, and why eat thou not? And why is thy, thy heart grieved? Anyone whose heart might be grieved, the Lord will restore peace to your heart in Jesus' name. Am not I better to thee than ten sons? Look at it. So the husband loved her genuinely. The husband tried all that he can to make her feel loved and uh, to make her happy. That I mean, you could again see that from the statement of the husband to her. So Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh. And after they had drunk, excuse me, now Eli, the priest, sat up, sat upon a seat by a post of the temple of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. This is where we are going. Verse 10. She prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. That is what, that is what our attitude should be to any problem that comes before us. So Anna, because of that problem, and I want you to know that you see, childbearing or conceiving for any woman is very paramount. It is, it is, it is, it is part of what a woman, you know, what brings about joy in life. And I pray, is there anyone that may be joining us? I mean, I don't know of anyone, but if there's anyone that may be joining us who desire to have our own children, like in the case of Anna. And very soon, in the name of Jesus, nine months from now, you will carry your own baby in Jesus' name. Now, she prayed unto the Lord and wept so. And she vowed, she did another thing. She prayed, she made a vow. She prayed, she made a vow unto the Lord. Now, and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou will indeed look on the affliction of thy handmaid. She, she did not even consider herself of no reputation. She even considered herself a servant. Because an handmaid is the opposite of a maid servant. So an handmaid is like he's saying, I am your servant. I am your domestic servant. Please be merciful upon me. Can you see? So this woman can even go into the Lord. Some people are picking offense with God when they pray. But this woman, she did not pick offense with God. She did not pick offense with man. But she took her case to God. You must take your case to God in prayer and avoid any weight of sin that may be besetting you, that may hinder you from receiving answers to your prayer. Now, I pray for you this morning. Like the Lord granted Anna a request, your requests are granted to you in Jesus' name. 
Now, remember and not forget that handmaid. God will not forget you. God will not forget you. But we give unto thy handmaid a man child. Then will I give him unto the Lord all the days of his life. And there shall no result come upon his head. And it came to pass as she con continued praying. Continued praying. We are looking at example of people that prayed in the Bible. And the result they commanded. We have looked at the series. We have looked at the apostles, the men and women. That, I mean, the men that prayed. Now we are seeing an example of a woman like our sisters, like our mothers in the house. We are seeing an example of a woman like you and what she did. That is the example that I want all our mommies to follow, whatever you might be going through. Now, and it came to pass, she continued praying before the Lord that Eli marked her mouth. You know what it means to mark somebody's mouth? There's consistency in the movement of the, of the mouth. So Eli was watching. What is going on? Why is her mouth just the same movement? Watching her. But there was, you know, this the, the, the woman was praying. Now, and Anna spake in her heart, only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore, Eli thought she had been drunken. We'll pause here for this morning. Brethren, what is the result? For in the case of Hannah, prayer can turn any reproach around, no matter how big that reproach is. That is the result, number one result. Prayer can turn any reproach in your life around. It can move those reproaches away if you can pray. Prayer we remove that reproach, what you call mountain right now. Now, prayer. One result that we see here is that this woman prayed. Brethren, we must pray. Again, prayer, as we have learned in this platform, again and again and in the church, prayer can be lengthy. Prayer can be short. But I have come to understand by the help of the Holy Ghost, there are some things that, that makes prayer to be answered. I have come to discover it's not about how short your prayer is that could bring answer or how long it is. No, there are a few things. Now, one of it is praying with the whole of your heart. Whatever you do and you involve your heart in it, particularly prayer, it commands result. Now, if your way is right before God, there is no, there is nothing standing between you and your creator. Your prayers will not be hindered. That's number two. So your heart is right. I mean, your heart, you're praying with the whole of your heart. Your heart is right with God. Not that you are praying and then you know that uh, you are owing somebody money or you, you know one wickedness that is in your hand that you have, that you, you think nobody knows. No, that one is, you, know, you don't need to deceive yourself. But your heart is right with God. Your prayer, can, God will not deny you of your petition. Also, one of the things that facilitate the prayer of Hannah is number three. 
she was specific. Most of the time when we pray, like our brother raised a question during the Sunday school review. He said sometimes he wants to pray, and I believe it happened to everybody. It happens to me once in a while. When you want to pray, it's like your heart is clouded with so many things. Is it that you want to pray about this? You want to pray about this? You want to pray about this? You don't, it's like you're asking, where do you start from? So when you are praying, if you want God to answer you, learn to focus on one thing per time. Don't pray general prayer. Lord, uh, today, bless me. Be specific. Bless the work of my hand as I go to work. Lord, give me a man child. She was specific. She did not ask for twins. She did not ask for a, 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 male, a female child. She said, just give me a male child. That is all I'm asking for. And she now did something again. She backed up her prayer with a vow. Brethren, God cannot resist her prayer. Because she all these things she has put in place. One, she, her heart, uh, she was right before God. This woman, oh, she said, well, if God would do this thing for me, this is what I would do. And she was very specific. So number one thing that again that I mentioned is no matter how difficult the problem may be around you and your family now, if you can devote yourself to prayer like this woman, this righteous woman, that situation will turn around. Don't pick offense with men. Don't pick offense with God. Don't complain. Don't murmur. Go to God in a pure heart. Don't, don't have luggages around while you are praying. Let your heart be on the cross and you will have testimony even as we meet this evening in Jesus' name. Let's bow down our head and begin to pray. Now, I don't know what that situation is in your life. You have learned from a woman. You have learned from a mother of faith how this woman prayed and she turned the situation. Of, now, God is a faithful God. We all know the story. God later gave her five additional children plus our original request. That tells you that not only will God turn that problem around for your good and turn it to testimony, God will also give you the things that you are not asking for. Go ahead this morning. Bless his name. Thank you for the word you have heard. If you are here this morning, you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. My brother, my sister, I wanted to know heaven and hell is real. So when I tell you to accept Jesus by the help of the Holy Ghost, it's not, um, it's not a routine, but it is to give everybody a chance to have a place in the kingdom of God. So you know your way is not right this morning with God, and you want to come back to him. Like we learn about Anna, she was a righteous woman. It's not difficult to know who is a righteous man or is a righteous woman. You know it by the things they do. You know it by the thing that comes out of their mouth. You know it by the lifestyle they live. So you are here this morning. You are not saved. I wanted to say, Lord Jesus, I have come to you this morning a sinner. Please have mercy on me. Forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name I have prayed. Lord, I pray this morning for all my brothers and sisters who might have invited you into their life. Have mercy on them. Save their soul. Write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Now, brethren, you have about